Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. This is Jay Harwood with the latest installment of the Amazing Mental Alumni podcast and my guest special guest today is uh, John Maine. John, let me tell you, you you were with the Mets from 2006 to 2010. Looking back over your record, you pitched so many big games and I think you pitched with guys like Tom Glavin, Pedro Martinez, El Duque, Billy Wagner. And to me, look at your record. I don't know if Mets fans are really aware. How many big games you you pitched for the Mets? Do you look at back, John, do you feel like you maybe never got the appreciation you deserved? Because you, you know, I just wanted to bring attention to how many big games you actually pitched during that time period. Right. You know, um, you know, Jay, I really don't. Uh, I, I, and I, and I, as far as recognition, I don't. I don't. I don't care. I never. I never. I never played for that. I don't. I don't. I don't I don't care about that. The uh, um, you brought up, you kind of hit the, the 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 nail on the head right there. Was the guys that I played with that I learned so much. Um, it was an honor for me to be around them, to learn things uh, from them that I can now carry over. Uh, you know, kind of to what I'm doing now is really the only thing that I cared about. Um, you know, as far as recognition, I mean, a lot, but it was fun. I like doing it. You know, but. Uh, I, I, you know, I never, I never, I never threw a baseball for for, for that. Um, it was a, uh, um, you know, it was fun, but just, uh, you know, like you said, with the with, with the Glavins and the Pedro Wagners, all, you know, Steve Traxel, those guys like that, just go sit there and and kind of learn from. That was, uh, you know, that's what it was all about. Joe, let me take you back to 2006 in the winter of 2005. In the Mets traded from Baltimore. You come up for the first time in May. You know, with, with, what was it like when you walked into the locker room? You see Carlos Beltran, Carlos Delgado, David Wright, Jose Reyes, Paul Duca. As a young, you know, kid, you had a little experience at Bolton. What was it like for you coming into the locker room at that time? You know, it wasn't, um, to be honest, it, it, it wasn't that bad um, for, for two things. One, um, uh, because I came from Baltimore, I got a little bit of time with him. And that last time, there was the Rafael Palmeros, the, um, you know, the Sammy Sosa. Um, um, you know, guys like that. Now, um, that being said, I did kind of grow up um, um, a Mets fan. Um, I was in spring training, and I tell you, uh, uh, it was kind of weird. I, I remember this vividly. Um, it was spring training, um, and I'm sure you remember, um, uh, you know, Cliff Floyd. Uh, he just came up to me one day. He was like, man, he was just like, uh, he just, he just kind of took me aside. He was like, you know, you belong here. 
um, do not be intimidated. Um, we're not like any other club. Uh, you know, um, like we're all family here. Um, so, you know, when, when, next time we see you, it's not going to be that uncomfortable type of thing. And I remember that uh, he, said, he said to me in spring training, and I remember Cliff Floyd, and I'm just like, that's pretty cool. You know what I mean? So, you know, since then, it was a good dude. Yeah, he's awesome. And I, and I, and I was kind of sad. I'm not saying that, like, hey, you know, I'm nowhere on the same level as a Pedro or Glavin, uh, Delgado, Bell, and stuff like that. But, um, you know, just Cliff, when, when Cliff said it to me, I'm like, you know what? This is going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Your your career, your upswing, John, was kind of a crazy way tied to El Duque. The second time you came up in 06, you know, El Duque was supposed to pitch that night. And I guess it was raining and it really yeah. held you off and you went out and pitched a shutout that day. Do you remember that game? Yes, I do. Um, because you, know, you show the start every five games. Um, and I, 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 you know, this is, I was just getting there um, about El Duque. Um, we, there was an off day, um, whether it was, I can't remember, between those five days of starting. It was, it was either an off day, a scheduled off day, or, or, or a rain out. But, you know, anyways, it wasn't uh it wasn't technically my day to pitch, but um, El Duque was sick, and it was day five. I was supposed to start the following day. And then, uh, you know, I mean, they are taking you pitch? I was like, absolutely. I mean, I would have pitched the following day. If, you know, if I started the day before, I, I started pitching the following day. I'm like, absolutely. I'm ready to rock and roll. So, um, yeah, I, I remember that. And I was against the, uh, I think it was the Houston. Yeah, and you get a shutout. So, yep. you know, the rest of the year, again, pitching in the middle of a pennant race as a young guy, you go six and five. About a 360 RA. I remember it's like it happened, you know, the other day. We're getting set to start the uh, the league championships, the division series against the Dodgers, and you know, and um, Willie Randall called me over to dugout and he said, "We got a pitching change. El Duque's not pitching. Maine's pitching." This is like the day before, you know, opening day. And do you remember what it was like when Willie told you you were going to start the first game against the Dodgers? I, it, yes. Um... Yes, I was nervous. I was, uh, um, I feel like I kind of, you know, just almost kind of wetted myself type of thing. I was excited only because, like, the entire time I did think, like, I was just, I just wanted to be on the roster. And, again, like, I just kind of, I was never, uh, um, you know, I, I, I never I never thought that something was supposed to be given to me. You know, I always, you always have to go and earn it. And um, um, the season was over. Um, I get that, you know. There's a, the uh, you know, we, we were playing the um, the series. Who knows how many starting pitchers you need? I just wanted to be on a roster, um, so yeah. I was kind of more excited that when we was like, "Hey, you're pitching." It wasn't so much I was pitching. I was just like, "Yes, I'm on the roster." Yeah, and that was yeah. that was you know. So I was more excited for that. And you had a, you had a great postseason, John. That you you know we won the first game, pitch uh, I think four to third innings, gave up a run. And then not only that, against the Dodge, against the Cardinals in the championship series, you in in Game Six when we're down three games to two, you go up against Chris Carpenter, who was the defending, you know, Cy Young winner, and you beat him. So not only did you pitch, but you, you know, it was no Pedro at that time. You know, Duque was hurt. It was you and Ali Perez really picked up the slack in the series. So you know, talk about what it's like, you know, you know, pitching well throughout the whole postseason. Yeah, I mean it's it's it, it was awesome. Um, but it's also like um, you know uh, Perez he he did terrific, and it's just um, look, it's one of those things where you know it's kind of how I, how I approach it. Like I mean, what the worst is going to happen? Um, you know, you, it, you the worst is going to happen is you're going to lose. But uh, you, 
and that's kind of how I look at it. Like, it's a challenge. It's fun. It's a game. It's um, it's a game. Um, and you know, um, like in the, you, you know the, the the infield behind me, the outfield, um, the batting lineup, guys like that. Like, of course, that made it easier. But uh, um, you know, it's just, it was it, it was fun. I, I never really got caught up into how big the moment was. I don't know if that was good or bad. Um, um, I just thought of it as like, you know what? I'm with a, a, a great organization with a great group of guys. Let's kind of see what we can do, um, good or bad. And that's kind of how I, how I approached it. Unfortunately, the season didn't have a happy ending. We lost a tough Gabe Simmons Correct. against yep. the Cars. But you, you were rewarded after the year with like, was you and Jose Reyes and David Wright. You you went to Japan with a touring MLB team. What do you remember about the trip with to Japan for you, John? Capped off a great year for you personally. I, I, I mean, it was awesome. Like it, literally, it was um, it was something that I I didn't know much about or that I kind of heard of. Um, again, it was another thing I wasn't expecting. I remember getting the call. Um, you know, from the front office, and I literally, it was one of those things, like, they called me, and they were like, hey, you want to go to Japan? And uh, and this was maybe a week and a half after the season, I'm like, uh, I, you know, I haven't been throwing, I don't know. And then they're like, <laughs> you know, the, the front office of the mess came, called back, they're like, well, this is actually what it's about. I was like, oh, I, I didn't know. So they called back, and I was like, this really sounds cool. Yeah. I went, um, and it was just, you know, we played five games. Um, uh, the experience, the friendship, uh, um, uh, the friendship. Who, who's I, on your team besides the Met guys, John? Do you remember? Yeah, I mean, so um, off the top of my head, I know um, um, Joe Maurer was a catcher. Um, uh, Wright and Rance were, were, were the left side of the field. Um, Utley and Ryan Howard, uh, Chase Utley and Ryan Howard were, were first and second. Outfield was, uh, I remember, Jermaine Dye, um, Andrew Jones, um, and, um, I, I can't remember the third outfielder. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So, but, uh, um, yeah, but, just, but like looking back on playing, it would be like, you know what? I got to play a handful with, 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 with some of those guys. It was, you know, it, it was pretty special. And again, at, at, at the moment, um, you, you know, asking, and I, I always do, I always look back and be like, you know what? This is pretty cool at the time. Uh, I, it's not that I didn't take it for granted, um, um, you, you know, and it's not like I didn't appreciate it, but looking back on it now, being hey, I got to do this, it's, it's, it's a pretty cool experience. How about the Kobe steak? Was that pretty good? The sushi on a trip? I mean, I tell you, like, it was awesome. We were there. It was a two-week thing. We played five games. It was a two-week thing. We went out to practice in a um, – we, we, we did a handful of practices in Phoenix um, with the team. Then we flew out to, um, to Tokyo. It was our first three games. Um <laughs> And they did it right. Like it was, you know, it was. There's 25 of us. They they did it right. They uh, uh, the restaurants we went to, they they set up a, you know, um, um, uh, you know, kind of a, like um, tourist tourist things that we can do um, that I never would have done if I went there by myself. You know, so it was it, it was awesome. Like from the food to the bullet train to um, you know, the, the temples that they sent. I mean, it was awesome. It, it was fantastic. So, so to come back, John, now 2007 uh, is really your breakout year with the Mets. You go 15 and 10, 10 um, yeah. excuse me, lead the team with 180 strikeouts. You put together a 25-inning scoreless streak uh, that breaks, you know, uh, Doc Gooden's record. Um, in April, you're the National League Pitcher of the Month. What, what accounted, do you think, you know, for, for you know, going from six and five to fifteen and ten to being you know tied for the team league and wins with that uh, year. I guess uh, 
I guess the uh, fact that I was scared that, I, I, you know, now that I was up there for a little bit the, the year before, I didn't want to go back down to the moon. And that was a, uh, you know, that was a motivating factor for me was to, uh, um, you know, it's kind of like that, that adage, like it's, it's, it's easier to get, there. It's, it's harder to stay there than it is to get there. And, uh, um, and, and that, uh, and that was the same, but, you know, I, I you know, it, coupled with that, I also, you know, um, I, for some reason, and I, I, to be honest, I don't know when the, uh, you, you know, I, I, I flicked that switch. I started having more fun playing baseball. Um, and I think that it was a kind, again, I don't know when, but it was a combination of, of, of being there with the guys, with the front office, um, you know, yeah, guys like yourself, yeah, people like that. Like it was just, it, it was just a very, very fun experience for me. And, and it made it easier to come to work. And, uh, I think that's probably, and, and I think that's what it was. I mean, there's really no particular, I can't remember a previous date, but just, you know, if, instead of just going there, like, Oh, I've got, got to go to work. You know, I was like, yeah, I get to go to work type of thing. You, you know what I mean? So yeah, I, I hear, you know, it, yeah. one, one day he came to work big time was, I think it was September 29th of the, of the, of 07. We had, unfortunately we were losing our league against the Marlins and it was on a Saturday afternoon and you pitched probably one of the best games of your career. Seven. Before I say, it, what do you remember about Paul Hoover? I remember that that game that I got extremely lucky that for some for some reason nobody was hitting me. Um, yeah. I do remember Paul Hoover hitting a uh, a little uh, um, like a little butt single and um, seven and two thirds hitless innings. Yeah, he struck out fourteen, kept us in the pennant race, and unfortunately the next day we didn't Lost. we didn't win and it was. Uh, to probably, I've been with the Mets well time. Probably um, 07 and 08 were probably two of the more disappointing seasons we had. You know, we we were there but just couldn't do it. But you were, you know, John. I want to I want to get to what you're doing now. But I think the year, like the last two years, you were kind of plagued a little bit by 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 shoulder and arms injuries. But you battled back. And there's one particular game. You got to tell me whether you think this is a teaching point for what you. And I'll get to what you're doing now. I think it was it, it was 2010 against Washington. Uh, one batter in it was in Washington, and Washington. Jerry Manuel and Dan Worthen came out, and they said they didn't like your velocity, and they took you out of the game. And I know you 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 have your own facility now. You teach young kids. Is that a, a, a teaching moment for you to come? To, you've been through the, the high and the low, and coming out of that game after one batter, that had to be a disappointing night. Would you use that as a teaching point in what you're doing now? Um, yeah, yeah, yes, I do, um, in, in both good and bad. And um, you, you know, now you said that was a, um, you know, to me to go out as me as a um, as a competitor, as a as a, as you know, trying to perform. Um, you know, that was kind of solely my decision. I've been losing velocity for a year now because of two shoulder surgeries. Um, so it was nobody's fault. Um, um, my performance down the road, except my own, but I even told them I, I, I would go and pitch left-handed. Um, I'm in the big leagues. I'll do whatever you guys ask me. I'll do this left-handed. Um, that being said, I do look for warning signs for younger kids. Um, um, but there's also a difference. These kids are younger. These kids are anywhere between nine and 17, 18 years old. Um, they still have time to recover. Um, um, 
I so much was kind of at the end of the line, um, so to speak, with with, with my career. So, um, um, yes, I do look out for it, but, um, you know, I love kids. Like, I mean, I, I, I love competitiveness in kids. Um, you know, I will never... What's the name of your facility? It's in, outside of Charlotte. And yes. What's the name? It tells people what you're doing exactly now. You, you said they have like 15 teams you run and, you know, got yes. some draft choices yes. out of there. So we joined, um, um, I, I knew the original owner um, um, down here in Charlotte. It's called SBA Showcase Baseball Academy. And uh, I own the Lake Norman um, location. And, um, yes, we have travel teams. Um, um, and then we do, um, you know, we do baseball instruction. Um, you know, I, I, do, I do a lot of the pitching, um, to be honest. I don't do as much pitching as I used to because now that our kids are getting older, I'm on the phone with colleges to get them recruited. Um, uh, and, and things of that nature, but um, it, you help, let me stop. You help kids go to college too. I mean, yes, you, we have every uh, now that um, you know. Obviously, when we first started this five years ago, we didn't have uh, um, the kids were older enough. But now that they've gone through our system, um, you know, it seems like weekly we're getting one or two kids um, um, going going to college. Um, so that's you know, and, and that's where you know, that, and that's the joy of it is. Um, and to be honest, when I first started coaching, I <laughs> I did it to get out of the house. I didn't do it uh, um, because I thought that I like it. Um, I did to get out of the house, but now that knowing that, like, I do kind of relate well to kids, um, I do see improvement, and I actually really, really enjoy it. Um, we ran with it, and uh, we've done a good job. So, um, yeah, we're the SBA Lake Norman location. Um, there's another one in South Charlotte. Um, but, uh, yeah, all in all, we have there's probably 40 teams in our organization, and we put anywhere between – my gosh, I don't know, 12 to 20 kids a year in college. Uh, the next level. You, you went to UNC, Charlotte. Do you use your contacts from colleges well, you know, when you play to use that as a way, a vehicle to help get kids in college? I mean, uh, I you, do. Like, so, you know, for example, like my buddy, um, well, yeah, yes, I do. Yeah, I, I, I try to, but, um, you know, example, um, Pelfrey, you know, he's at Wichita State. Um, you know, Wichita State is a, a, a premier. Um, organization, I have to have the right kid to recommend somebody um, for these guys. Um, you know, the Wake Forest, uh, you, you know, guys like Nebraska, um, you know, Villanova, I've got to have the right kid. But, um, yes, I try to use who I know, but I can't recommend everybody. Other than that, there's a lot of colleges out there. i got to basically cold call people. Do you, do you, um, you, should, you should put Vanderbilt on your on your call. You know, Mike Baxter. I, I, I would love it, but Vanderbilt is I – I, you don't understand how many kids I want to go to Vanderbilt. And, you know, like there's a senior in high school, junior high school, and, you know, I'm just like, I don't know if I can recommend you to a pro- – that is a cream of the crop program. That um, is it. And Mike's wanted yeah, to be so, – like you, uh, John Wentz, yeah. one of the great guys too. Yeah. But, Mike, do most of the kids know you played? I mean, they must know you played, right? I mean – So, yes. Um, yes, they do. And, again, I, I, don't, I don't talk about it, but it's um, – I, I guess the, the good thing about being here in France um, is because of the banking. Um, down here, the, uh, the, the trade in the city of Charlotte is, is money. So there are a lot of uh, – Yorkers, um, so uh, uh, I mean, obviously a twelve-year-old kid is not going to know much, but their parent does. So uh, yes, um, so so most of them they, they do know, but it's you know again it doesn't you know they're like you know I'm not Mike Trout or like a Syndergaard or something like that. And I'm like no, you know what I'm not, I'm not as good, no well be as good. 
do you uh, when do you, when do your camps run, John? All year long, or just in the in the spring or summer? No, it's all year. I mean, we're open. Um, you know, we're open seven days a week. Um, and we rock and roll. But uh, yeah, it's kind of. I'm starting to realize I'm, I'm getting old too. Like um, the guys. Yeah, yeah like you're, you're forty, right? I mean, they're thirty nine. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm turning forty. But the guys that I, I'm noticing that the guys that like. You know, I played. Uh, you know, with they're like, who's that? You know, they're pretty much the same, same, same thing about me. But uh, um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, so I mean, you, you, I mean, you, you, you got kids drafted too. What was the highest rank you got somebody got drafted? Um, yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, there's a couple. It's um, yeah, and uh, I've had two kids. The last guy was two years ago. Uh, he was a fifth rounder um, um, for the Brewers. Um, a, a pitcher, um, and then a few years ago, I had a tenth rounder for the Yankees. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, this you know, I, I get, and it's been harder now because of COVID. I mean, there's less rounds, so who knows how? It's sure. Going to yeah, so who knows how it's going to affect it going forward? John, if somebody wanted, they like somebody living in New Jersey, New York, wanted to go to your camp, how how would they do it? How would they get in touch with you? So, um, I just go on our website, sbalakenorman.com, um, and just go to, um, you know. On there, on the on the contact thing in the uh, menu, e- email or call, but sbalakenorman.com. You know, hey, John, you know, listen, I want you again, thank you for your time. Listen, you had a great a great career, a lot, a lot of big games, and um, along the line, a lot of pressure games. You know, the rookie, you know, in pressure situations, you always came through. And I just want to say thank you for your time. And in this crazy times in the world. Be safe with your family and uh, good luck with your ventures and I hope you keep expanding your program down there. Alright, thank you. Anything y'all need is on me know. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.